you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, happy 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had an awesome holiday season and did something fun for New Year's. Jeff and I ended up staying in and it was very nice. We just kind of hung out and we went snowboarding the next morning to start off the new year, which I was really happy about. And it was so much fun. It was a really good powder day. So really excited to be in snowboard season and for all my skiers or snowboarders that love this time of year, it is so much fun. And I can't wait to do even better than I did last season. This is my third snowboarding season. So I'm super excited to really just like zone in on like my skills that I have and like get even better than the previous year. So super excited. I hope you had a wonderful, like I said, New Year's and are off to a great start this week with hitting your New Year's goals or setting them, kind of doing some reflection of last year and how you want to improve this year. I love, I honestly love this time of year, even though it's very cliche and cheesy to like set these goals and, and, you know, new year, new me, but I just love it because I love seeing people feel so excited and the excitement that I see in their eyes when they talk about their goals for the year in terms of like whether it's their business or career or personal or the trips they have planned. It's just so exciting to hear about everyone's goals and their trips and just all of that. It just like inspires me when I see other people working hard as well. So I am so excited for this new year. I have a lot of goals for myself, my business, my clients, and I hope you are excited as well and off to a great start, like I said, or at least are, you know, trying again the next day. I think oftentimes we set these big hefty goals that are really specific and we would do a lot better if it was just very general intentional goals. So what I mean by that is more so just setting an intention for your whole year. And I know I've talked about this in the last episode, but that way you kind of have a focus and kind of revert back to that intention throughout the year, whether it's a financial goal or it's fitness or career. Otherwise, just kind of think of a few words that you want to focus on this year. For example, I had a few clients tell me one of them was, I'm going to learn to take care of myself more. One was becoming more in control of my time, which I thought was a really great one. Another one, client said self-care, so kind of learning to let go of things that may bother her, and she tends to like hold on to things, and that is a great goal for her. So as you can see, a lot of these have to go hand in hand with like their personal development, and I think that's a great goal to set because you can apply that to any avenue of your life. So Let's dive into the quote of the episode. So the quote I want to say today is, if you live in fear of the future because of what happened in your past, you will end up losing what you have in the present. I love that quote. I think it's great to kind of think about going into your week, living in the present and for the future rather than the past. 
I know we've all heard the importance of living in the present moment, but all we really have to do is sit in this present moment and kind of just experience what you're experiencing right now. And it can be hard to do that when you have all these long-term goals for the future. But that's never guaranteed. We are guaranteed this one moment. So living in the present and for the future are both equally important. And this allows you to have less stress, less anxiety, um, and has you learn to keep progressing when you just have purpose in the present moment. So think about that this week as you go into this new year, learning to live in the now and just learn from the past and learn to kind of let it go, let whatever happened, let it go and try not to hold on to it. I know that's easier said than done, but think about that this week. And this episode today, starting off 2023, we're going to talk about learning to have a healthy relationship with food. So I'm going to give you four tips in this episode that you can apply to your life if you feel like you do not have a strong, healthy relationship with food. And I believe this is so important because a good and healthy relationship with food is knowing how and why you are choosing the food that you eat. You'll feel less stress and worry associated with eating and essentially just have more food freedom rather than restriction or these bench cycles or just worry about like, oh, what am I going to eat? Oh, what am I, you know, what's going to be at the party and like almost get obsessive about food. So if you are someone that has dealt with poor eating habits This episode is a wonderful listen for you, or if you just want to hear more about what a healthy relationship looks like with food. In my personal experience, I will share that I dealt with a lot of under eating in college, and I've talked about this before, where a lot of my meals weren't very balanced, they looked more like snacks, and led to me feeling very fatigued and not have a lot of energy, because I wasn't feeling my body properly. Or this also looked like just kind of restricting, getting obsessive over how many calories, how many macros I was eating, and all of that. So I've kind of had like my journey with food up and down throughout the past few years. Definitely am in a more balanced and healthy relationship now. So that's why I would love to share this, all these tips that I've learned with you. Your eating behaviors and the habits that you have are formed at such a young age. And I think that's important to remember, like, your environment is so much impacted by the people you're surrounded by, the community you're in, your income level, all those things can impact your eating habits. If you remember when you were like five years old, all the way up to, you know, 13 years old, you oftentimes probably looked at what your parents were eating, right? What they cooked, that's what you ate. Or if you went to like had a nanny or, you know, went to school, that's what you ate, the school meals, you know, things like that. Like we look at our parents' behaviors and aren't taught how to maybe cook or at least the foods to eat during this time, which can either start out our adulthood in like early teenage years either in like a really positive educational way or more negative and don't have that knowledge of nutrition and kind of just continue the habits that you had 
throughout that you had at childhood. So you continue to eat what you ate when you were a kid and don't really know how to have a balanced, healthy relationship with food. You don't know how to form meals. I mean, kind of, right? You learn that through adulthood, especially after college. But it can start off either positive or negative, depending on how you grew up. The research has continued to change over the years in terms of nutrition, right? When your parents were young, it is so different compared to now. And it's continued to change, when I th- which I think is amazing. And I'm always staying up to date with all that information. But it just shows you that it's constantly changing. And that's why it's so important to, you know, take everything with a grain of salt. And it can be overwhelming, honestly. And so sometimes it's really just getting down to the research and reading it in depth or finding a professional that kind of help you out with nutrition, different things like that. So it makes sense that our parents, when they were young, right, they were taught, you know, maybe fat is really bad. We shouldn't have a lot of fat. Eggs are bad for you. All these things. And that kind of carried over into their adulthood and having a misunderstanding of nutrition. So it impacts you and you are confused. Like, what am I supposed to believe? And then you see all these social media articles. You see influencers saying different things. And it can be a lot. The good news is you can change. You can change your relationship with food. You can learn new habits and form a healthy relationship with food and understand nutrition, what your body needs and how food impacts your individual body since everyone is different. I believe it first starts with education and then it's the application into your life, seeing what works for you, and then the formation of healthy habits with consistency and patience. In my business, when I meet with my clients one-on-one, we discuss all these things. We discuss their past experience with food, their knowledge around nutrition, and it's always fascinating to me how we don't think about our habits when we were young or our beliefs around food that can impact our adulthood and how we are today. For example, maybe you don't even know, right? Like sometimes the awareness is the biggest piece we focus on. How you feel after you eat your food, how you feel before, day-to-day, bloating, things like that. Or, for example, habits look like emotional eating, binging, like I said, restriction, under-eating, The list goes on, but those are some examples of some eating habits. So let's get into the four tips I have for building a healthy relationship with food. Tip number one is appreciating food as a fuel for your body and a nutrient source and not allowing the food to control your life. So this is one of my favorites, learning that food is energy and not just a calorie, right? It's your energy source for your body and how you stay strong, how you fight off illness, all those things. So think about how whatever it is you're eating is going to give you the energy to do what you love in the world and help others. And that just gives you that appreciation for food, right? When you think about, wow, this gives me energy to go to work, to work out, to go for a walk. It does so much for us and it's our medicine. Tip number two is there's no good or bad food. And I feel like that's always thrown around a lot of, oh, that's a bad food, I can't have that. Um, I mostly eat all good foods. 
But the only difference is that some foods are going to have more nutritional value than other foods are going to have for your body. So I always say give yourself permission to enjoy all foods and not just restrict yourself in this one lane. The language that we're using can impact how we feel about ourselves for eating and even wanting to eat certain foods and kind of have this emotional aspect tagged to food. So yeah, spaghetti dish, right, maybe satisfies a more emotional need, like it being something your grandma used to cook when you were a kid. So reminding yourself of the benefits of food can help take a food or a meal from a strictly negative place into one that's more positive. Another example is if you have desserts around and they're homemade from your mom or grandma and you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have that, it's a bad food. Instead, you can think of it it gives me energy and it's sweet and I love the taste of it and it's made with love and I want to make this memory of enjoying this cookie that my grandma made with my family, right? Kind of framing in a more positive way helps so much form a healthier relationship. Tip number three is mindful eating. So definitely a tool I practice with my clients and we get really good at because a lot of times a lot of these bloating or restriction or just not good feelings with food can just start with an easy fix of mindful ease, mindful eating. So this looks like slowing down and really savoring the food that you're eating could help you become more in tune with your body's natural energy and the fullness regulation. So if you like normally eat your breakfast running out the door and really in a hurry, instead of doing that next, next time, Try really sitting down before you leave for the day. Enjoy your meal before heading out the door. And I promise you, you will notice a difference. And maybe even try this, right? Try slowing down, putting your fork down in between each bite. It's a simple tool you can use or practice for slowing down and really savoring the food and then heading out the door with calm and peace, right? Notice the differences that you might feel from that. And then last but not least is consuming foods you enjoy. And that's the most important one. To improve your relationship with food, eat the foods you like. (laughs) Don't force your body to, or your mind to, to eat foods that you don't enjoy. If you don't like rice, broccoli, and chicken, you're sick of that. You don't like it. Stop eating that. Like try and add in variety, or eat the foods that you really enjoy. Eating healthy doesn't mean we need to give up all these foods that we enjoy. When we prioritize the whole foods that are from the earth, from the ground, from the ocean, and the healthy foods, your your cravings for certain foods will start to diminish. And I feel like we forget that. How important, once we switch to more foods that are whole, don't come in a package, We have less cravings, less snacking going on. But it doesn't mean they need to become non-existent in your diet. That's not what I mean. You can still enjoy these foods. When we overly restrict foods, it can often lead to overconsumption because, right, we restrict ourselves. And then once it's around and like our friend's house or someone brings home crumble cookies And we just have not just one, but maybe two, because we haven't 
we kind of restricted that. We like we're like, nope, I'm not gonna have any sweets. And then once we have some, we usually overindulge, and that leads to unnecessarily necessary guilt. We feel guilty for eating that when we do eat those foods. So instead, it looks like just having foods that you enjoy around without, you know, kind of putting yourself in that box, like I was saying. So we want to learn to prioritize whole foods, but try not to eliminate anything that you really enjoy. There's a place for all of it. I really, truly believe that to form a healthy relationship with food. For example, if you love dark chocolate, like myself, I love dark chocolate. I allow myself to have a little piece each night or every other night or whenever I just really want something sweet. And that helps me enjoy it and not feel like I'm restricting myself. And when it's around, I don't feel, you know, any sweets around or cookie or dark chocolate. Another, you know, sweet is around. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want it. And then I overindulge and have guilt because I have a little bit of it in my diet. Understand that it's going to take time, but hopefully applying these tips can help you start to feel less stressed and less worry when you eat. I really hope this helps you kind of frame your mindset and the emotions around food less. And you can definitely come back to this episode when you feel like you need a little reset for forming these healthy habits with food. As always, share with a friend if you know someone that would benefit from this episode. I believe that our mindset around food impacts us so, so much on a daily level. So applying some of these tips, like understanding the food is fuel, that it provides us energy, and that we don't need to restrict, instead we can enjoy all foods, will have you feeling so much better and more successful in your health and fitness journey. Some of these tips may work for you, they may not, and that is okay. These are tips that have worked for me for forming that healthy relationship with food that I didn't have years ago. So I really hope it helps you. As always, I'm here to provide support and answer any questions that you might have. You can reach me on Instagram at sarahtmwellness. As always, I hope you have an amazing day and week. And I'm sending you all the love and happiness and I'll see you on the next episode.